This episode of Extraterrestrial Reality is brought to you by the functional mushroom gummy brand, Trumi. You know something? It seems like waiting for full UFO disclosure to happen can make you feel rotten. This gummy product, however, is designed to make you feel real good. And feeling good should be natural and easy. This is why Trumi has taken some of the best ingredients grown right here in the United States of America and infused them into one of the most delicious gummies on the shelf. Nootropics shouldn't have to taste like the earth. Who wants to chew on something that tastes like dirt? I tasted dirt when I was a kid out of curiosity, and that was the first and last time that'll ever happen. With Trumi, you don't have to worry about that. These gummies taste awesome. These delicious treats can help you conquer your days and stay on track with whatever this big old world throws your way. Find your true me with Trumi and explore the natural world of nootropics. For more information about Trumi, make sure to click on the link included in the description for this episode. Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Well, unfortunately, it's November 28th, and we still don't have that uh, government UFO report. Uh, the Pentagon was supposed to be delivering a UFO report to the Congress, a classified version, and also an unclassified version is expected to be uh, provided to the public. However, we're still uh, a month. We're basically a month into this. I mean, it was supposed to be released. It's supposed to be delivered to Congress on the... October 31st, there's no evidence right now that that report was ever given to con Congress, and uh, we still don't have the uh, uh, public version, the unclassified version, uh, to look at. Uh, so basically, we've been on hold uh, for a month. And if you remember, uh, uh, this all started uh, it, well, on October 28th. Uh, the New York Times had ran an article uh, uh, basically talking to some anonymous Pentagon sources uh, who stated that uh, uh, the report uh, lists about 366 uh, UFO uh, sightings and uh, half of them basically could be attributed to Chinese spy drones or uh, uh, just uh, clutter like balloons uh, and the other half they didn't have any answers for however uh, they were seemed absolutely certain that they were not extraterrestrial in origin i don't know again how they would know that but uh, uh that's what they uh told the new york times and the new york times ran this uh basically negative uh anti uh ufo story uh, and and the report was supposed to that was on the 28th of october that the report was supposed to be released on october 31st it never was um and uh there's a lot of water under the bridge now uh just funny now hey for all i know it might show up on uh, uh tomorrow you know on, on november 29th or maybe next week or whatever but the fact is is that uh it's they're taking their good old time with it and it doesn't seem like anyone in the mainstream media really gives a, a damn uh because they really don't there's no there's no real updates online that you can really find uh only people who are interested in ufos are talking about this and uh you know, this is where we are uh, right now. Basically, uh, uh, what, what's happened here is that the government has obviously uh, turned tail on this, and uh, as, at least a faction of the government is you know, basically trying to downplay this whole thing, and um, we have no understanding of what that reason would be. Uh, I mean, who knows? Uh, it's all, you know... Uh, where's that report? How come we don't have it yet? Why is it? What's what's taking so long? If it was due on the thirty first, why didn't why wasn't it handed in on the thirty first? 
Um, I mean, imagine if you're in school or something and you're, you're taking a college course and you, and you, and a report is due on a certain date and you don't have that report handed in, you're probably going to flunk. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe, you know, if you have a really good excuse, they might give you an extra day. Right. But, uh, otherwise you're most likely going to flunk. Um, so I, I, I don't get it. I don't understand what's happening, but it's very upsetting. I was really looking forward to looking, looking at that report, uh, the unclassified version, uh, the one with all the, the good stuff removed, uh, because uh, I'm sure that the Congress will most certainly, in the classified version, I'm sure that there'll be some things in there uh, that would uh, raise some eyebrows. Uh, however, the unclassified version probably will be just similar to other reports we re we've received uh, over the past uh, couple of years from the government, which really don't tell you much. Um, but at the same time, I'm still interested. I'd like to see it, and I don't understand why it's taking so long. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people out there uh, are wondering the same thing. It's almost like there's most certainly a concerted effort began, uh, I would say, sometime in October. It really seemed like it kicked in. Okay, we're going to try to uh, take this whole UFO thing in a different direction from here on out. Uh, I mean, hey, the the uh, next year's uh, National Defense Authorization Act bill that still has yet to be approved by Congress. Um, uh, I, I I understand that some people in the in the in the House are trying to stave it off until next year now, uh, for what for reasons unknown, uh, political reasons I guess I don't know. I mean I don't know if there's any plans on removing the language in in that bill uh, that would uh, make it. Uh, uh, so that would give uh, provide whistleblower protection to people who want to people within the Pentagon who want to talk about this uh, to Congress, talk about UFOs and extraterrestrials, uh, any kind of things that they might know about. If th that would provide them whistleblower protection, so they could talk about it without facing any kind of repercussions. I'm hoping that that language still stays in that bill. But as of right now, you know, it's nothing is. We don't know what's going on here. It's like. There's things going on behind the scenes, I think. There, there have been things going on behind the scenes, it seems, uh, basically to put the kibosh on this whole thing, uh, to basically shut it all down. That's what it seems like. It's, it seems like we're, we're going in a different direction. The government's trying to go take this in a different direction. For those five years that we've had, we've had those five years since the, re since the leak of those three videos, right, and the emergence of uh, Lou Elizondo from the shadows, uh, it seems now that there's some sort of effort ongoing to turn by some people within the government. This is what it seems like to me to basically uh, take this backward, try to try to uh, uh, reel it all in and and try to make people forget about it. Get the you know, the, the mainstream media is key. Once you get like <laughs> places like the New York Times running bogus articles like it did on October 28th to downplay UFOs, that that could be the beginning of this, the beginning of the of the of the turnabout. Uh, there, there, there are reasons ongoing behind the scenes uh, that uh, I guess the world is not ready for uh, the, the truth about the extraterrestrial reality. And it's unfortunate, really. Uh, but then again, I mean, what did a lot of us, a lot of us thought this from the get-go? I mean, I, I, I was always wary of this. I, 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 I can't imagine uh, <clears throat> the government coming clean on this. I mean, it's just, it's something very difficult to imagine because what are they going to tell, what are they going to say? What are they going to tell people? And it's, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, 
because you'd say, okay, yeah, we think it's you say say you just say we think it's extraterrestrial or we think it might be extraterrestrial. That's when the wheels start coming off on society because there are people in this world. Let me tell you something, folks. There are people in this world who just will not be able to deal with this, uh, and uh, it, it will be a it's going to be a sad day for a lot of people if once this truth comes out. You know, the world right now has eight billion people. It's the most we've ever had on the planet. It's over eight billion people now live on this planet, um, and a lot of them. Um, I, I would imagine that, you know, a good chunk of that 8 billion would not be able to deal with this reality. I mean, it's going to be something that's going to keep them up at nights. And uh, and there's just too many questions that, uh, that the governments of the world will not have the answers for. And I think that's what's going on here. But that doesn't mean just because this looks like it looks dark and dire as far as whether or not uh, we're going to get any sort of disclosure or or whether that uh, uh, that uh, the National Defense Authorization Act bill, once it is approved, whether that will bear any fruit, you know, with regard to possible whistleblowers stepping forward and standing at a microphone before the Congress. Right. Whether that any whether or not any of that happens or not, I think the, the way you need to look at this is like. You know, actually, in a way, a lot of us, we are in on the secret ourselves. Like we are, we, we're basically, you know, we know about this. A lot of us actually know that there's something here. There's something going on. And in a way, do we really actually need, you know, the government to tell us anything? Do we really, is the government even necessary to, uh, to, to, to you know to say anything i mean is, is the government necessary to is it necessary for any government of the world to disclose the truth to the world obviously uh you know there are people within governments of the world right I've, i'm gonna stick right now with the united states of america i believe that uh, there's a lot of uh uh questions could be answered Right, not all of them, but some questions could be answered. There are people within a group within the United States, somewhere in the Pentagon. There's a group, right? I, I, I will call it Majestic Twelve, right? At one time, it was called Majestic Twelve. We don't know what it's called today, but there's a group of people who believe that we're not ready for this. The human race is not ready to 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 handle this kind of information because it would be too much. And maybe, like I said before, those people might know what they're doing, but they might know what they're doing and that what they're doing is the right thing and people like me who believe that disclosure pulling the band-aid off when one one fell swoop is the right direction well maybe maybe we're wrong but there's another way of looking at this and that is that um you know we don't need that we actually in a way we already have enough proof to show that there's something going on right we know that there's extraterrestrials here i mean i know that for a fact because i encountered one of them back in the late 1970s showed up in my bedroom right this thing was not human and then i saw a flying saucer up close and personal during a fishing trip on in uh, august of 1994 so i know that they're real i know that they're here i don't know what they're up to and i'm not even sure our government could possibly know exactly what they're up to i mean how could they how could anybody how could anybody know what they're doing it could be beyond our comprehension, completely beyond. It's so beyond our comprehension that we, even if it was, if something, one of these beings tried to explain what they're doing to us, they wouldn't be able to get that through to our thick skulls because we just, we're not ready for to understand what they're up to. Now, of course, we all, I, I throw out all different kinds of theories on here, on this podcast on a regular basis, that they're basically, you know, one of the theories I, I, I've been uh, throwing about recently is that they're here to colonize the planet 
and uh, and that's what's going on. They are colonizing the planet in, in, in a way that, uh, you know, at some point they basically take over the world, as crazy as it might sound, but what else are they doing? I mean, that could possibly be one of the things that they're, re one of the reasons they're here, to take over the planet. A lot of things actually could be real at the same time, too. You know, they could be here, you know, for one thing, okay, if they're colonizing the planet, it makes sense when you, re when you really think about it. They're, you know, the, the cattle mutilations, that because these things are insects, basically these alien beings are, uh, you know, they evolve from insects. They're intelligent insects, basically, and they live off blood. So that explains the cattle mutilations and the missing blood from animals, okay? Uh, and then the hybridization program, the program to basically uh, create a race of beings that look human but are actually some alien, controlled by aliens and basically of an alien mentality and scattered out, scattered them out among us uh, to basically to be on the ready for if they need to take over. The, the, there's all these beings all over the world in, in key locations. And uh, when the time the time is right, then they go into action. Action of what? Who knows? I guess we'll find out when the time comes, if it ever does come. I mean, there's just a, a lot of things could be going on here. That The reason that they're, they, they, they like our military is because they're, they're checking out to see, you know, how advanced we are at this point. I mean, we probably pose no threat to them whatsoever. But they're probably checking us out to, to see how advanced we are. And that's why a lot of sightings are over military installations, over nuclear bomb silos. Uh, <clears throat> so, yes, uh, there's all kinds of reasons. And now also recently I talked about how uh, maybe the aerial school thing, the incident in, in September of 1994 in Zimbabwe at the at a school, uh, aerial school in Rua, Zimbabwe, uh, where, where, where the being showed up in a craft and uh, uh, actually communicated with, with some kids. Actually, 62 school children saw this object land and alien beings come out, and one of the beings communicated with the kids. The message that they might have been sending is saying, hey, if you, I think it's possible that what they're saying is that, hey, if you don't straighten up, we're gonna we're gonna take over this planet. Basically, telling us if we ever, you know, if, if one of our, if one of us ever uses a, nu a nuclear bomb against the other, then they're taking over because that, that 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 we might pose a threat to, uh, you know, other worlds. I mean, look at how far advanced we have come in the past just 100 years. Say, I mean, look at what we have now compared. If you go look back in, at the year 1922 to t uh, 2022, and you see the differences, right? It's unbelievable. I mean, people were just, radio even was, was just starting to become big at the time. People didn't have, we weren't anywhere close to having televisions yet. Uh, you know, telephone was very elemental at that time, very primitive. I mean, it, we, we, the, the way we, we get information nowadays with, with the internet and cell phones and, you know, it's unbelievable. The, the, the technology, how far it's come. Right since over just over over a hundred years. So when these beings look at us and they say, "Wow, they are uh, advancing very, very quickly," and if we don't uh, do something about this now, well, uh, pretty soon they're going to be out traveling through the stars and coming after us. So that's what might be going on here too. There's all different kinds of theories, right? But the bottom line is uh, that's that's the problem. The problem is, is that's all we really have are theories, and none of these theories sound inviting or, or, or fun, right? They sound like it could be threatening and and scary, and that's why I believe is why the government right now is is turning tail on this whole thing. I believe that uh, I think 
at, at some every now and then i think that maybe the idea came, i think at some point over the past five years it seemed like okay you know it, there was an agreement for the most part okay i guess we could slowly start disclosing this and maybe that's what has been going on but now we've reached a point where they feel uncomfortable about disclosing any more, any more information because that's what seems like it's been going on. I mean, a lot of the reports, there was uh, a couple of months back where the Navy released some uh, UFO reports and, and you couldn't even read it. It was so blacked out, you couldn't you couldn't even, the, the, they wouldn't tell you even what the shape of the objects were. They wouldn't tell you anything. Those reports were useless. And, and, and just recently, uh, uh, in recent weeks, uh, John Greenwald with the Black Vault, uh, he had appealed uh, uh, a request for all these uh, Navy UFO videos. He was trying to actually get some of these videos, and it was completely denied. The appeal totally failed. And it just seems like we're not getting anywhere. I mean, we, what, what have we gotten since those three leaked videos, right? We really haven't gotten much since those three leaked videos of, of 2017 that the New York Times reported about. All right, since that time, we really haven't gotten much. We've had some videos, and, and uh, there was a video with some triangles over a ship, and then some people say, well, uh, that could have been a, a bouquet effect, and it wasn't really, well, we really don't know, right? But it really, we haven't received much. There has not been much. We haven't got any good stuff. Now, of course, Lou Elizondo has, has made statements that there are actually uh, images and video out there that actually shows the beings in, piloting the craft. You know, the, your traditional gray, big-headed, black-eyed being piloting the craft. We're not going to, they're not going to show that. That would be, that would be disclosure. If you were to show, if they were to show something like that, that would be disclosure. But again, do we really need it? Do we really need the government to, to disclose anything? I mean, maybe it needs to stay secret, but uh, people like us, we could continue talking about it. Hey, if some people think we're crazy for talking about it, well, that's just their problem. But if we keep talking about it seriously and, and, and keep uh, uh, trying to push officials to tell the truth, uh, eventually the truth's going to come out no matter what, one way or the other. Something's going to happen at some point in the future, right? Something's going to happen where the truth does come out. But I, I, I think that we are actually part of this. We, we know the secret. The secret is, is that there's an extraterrestrial presence here. It's just a, a matter of uh, trying to convince the rest of the world of that. And apparently people within governments of the world don't think that's a good idea. They don't think society is ready for that. And they're afraid of the uh, repercussions of, of disclosure. And so, you know, all we can do is go along with it right now. I don't know what else to say because we're not getting it just doesn't seem like we're getting much action i haven't heard much from lou elizondo these days uh, i mean there's people out there making documentaries uh uh you know james fox keeps pumping them out i mean there's other people out there to uh making uh, producing doc documentaries on this and uh, and that's the best i guess we're going to get and books people are writing books you know more information is going out there there's people out there who talk about this on a regular basis the, on the latest updates on what they know new 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 sources that they have people like richard dolan uh i mean yeah we're, there, there's something going on but we just don't have well, right now it just seems like we're in a dark period there's nothing coming through no, the mainstream media seems like it's taking a back seat i mean if you if you were to check the news over the past uh, week and a half couple weeks there's not much out there there's not talking about ufos right now it seems like it was a concerted effort hey i'm hoping i'm proven wrong but it, i i just don't see how they're we're, we're never going to get disclosure from the government i just don't see it i just don't see it i can't see it i just it, to me it seems like an impossible dream right now because 
There, there's just going to be too many questions. And But again, I say this. I don't think it matters. It doesn't matter. Because a lot of us know. A lot of us know that there's something here already. A lot of us had these experiences, seen them things, seen the proof with our own eyes. Or we've done enough research to know that there's something going on. And that governments are lying about it. And the mainstream media just... You know they don't care. They're not interested either. There's either they're complicit, uh, either by sheer ignorance, or they know. There's people at the top of these media empires are part of it, and they they give instructions to their underlings to hey, don't worry about those uh, extraterrestrial stories, none of that UFO business. You know, you know let's uh, let's uh, let's make jokes about it. That's about it. That's what it seems like right now. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Okay, we are back. Uh, just recently, uh, Avi Loeb, a Harvard uh, astrophysicist and also the director of the Galileo Project, which is a, a group of scientists that is studying UFOs, and uh, Dr. Gary Nolan, a professor at Stanford University, uh, who also has an interest in UFOs and is studying UFO encounters, uh, showed up on a podcast uh, a doc with Dr. Brian Keating. And I will leave the link for this. There's a whole two-hour video with these two guys talking with uh dr brian keating and you'll find it very interesting but uh some of the interesting the interesting one of the most interesting things i uh, uh found about found on this uh whole interview was uh avi loeb really uh giving it this wondering about seti and really uh calling them out for not being interested in ufos i mean he can't understand it well uh here's some of the things that he said during this uh interview on uh with dr brian keating again i'll leave the link for that video so you can check it out for yourself and he says here about a year ago there was a committee appointed by the seti community and it decided not to have discussions on uap unidentified aerial phenomena in any of the conferences related to seti now you ask yourself seti is supposed to be the closest ally to the study of objects that are unusual why would they reject any discussion and dismiss it now let's just stop there for a second now seti the seti institute is uh <laughs> they're they're not the closest ally to the study of of objects that are unusual they don't care about uh, i mean see i think uh avi loeb is wrong here i mean he he actually people like avi loeb i'm really grateful to scientists like avi loeb who have the guts uh to go out there and and study ufos openly uh, despite the way the the mainstream for the most part uh, deals with this kind of thing so you got to give people like him and gary nolan credit for basically they've stepped to the plate over recent during recent years and uh and and really think this is something that need, seriously needs to be looked at ufos are something that seriously need to be looked at and here Loeb is is confused he thinks he's on he's trying to figure out why is uh, seti not interested in talking about uap at all <laughs> well that's how they always were i mean the seti institute has always been this way they're not interested in uh studying studying ufos i mean that, that would go against their uh their purpose their, their business model i mean that would have actually if if you if it turns out that ufos are extraterrestrial operated uh vehicles they are uh if if you have that proof then seti is done they're they're washed up i mean they've been trying to get 
basically they're trying to listen for radio signals from other intelligent uh, life from other worlds, right? It's, it's just not going to happen. It's, it's totally ridiculous. It's a big waste of time and money. Um, uh, and I'm not the only, I'm just, you know, other people over time have said the same thing, like the late uh, Stanton Friedman, uh, he used to call it the silly effort to investigate, and he also said that it was a cult. Well, I'll, I'll get into that later. I, I've already talked about this a number of times about how SETI basically is a cult and, you know, what Stanton Friedman used to say about it. You know, they're not interested in, in, in they don't even study that. They're, they're not concerned with that at all. They don't, they don't ever look at any of the data they're, they're completely stupid when it comes to this the uh uh ufos and and the extraterrestrial reality they, they never studied this they don't care they're they're only interested in continuing to receive funding to so they could search for signals from space right that's all they're worried about they're and and, and it's funny you know it, out of one side of their mouths right SETI believes this they believe that somewhere out there there's most certainly life on other planets but at the same time right uh, they uh, they don't believe any of there's no evidence whatsoever of any extraterrestrials visiting the planet earth that's that's so but yet they believe wholeheartedly without and there's absolutely no proof that there's life on other worlds we don't really have that proof i mean although a lot of us do believe that but there really is no proof but there's actually more proof that there's extra that, that the life from those planets is here Based on all the UFO reports over the decades, based on all the witness testimony, based on uh, physical trace evidence, based on implants removed from different abductees, based on abduction testimony. I mean, there's just so much evidence, so much uh, the, the, the re, uh, documents released by the pub, by the by the governments over the years show that there's most certainly something going on. I mean, anybody who's do, who would do the research knows this, but SETI, they're not interested in that. I, I just find it funny that someone of Loeb's stature doesn't realize this. He's calling them out. I give him credit there for calling SETI out, but he doesn't understand that that's the last thing. UFOs are the last thing that SETI's interested in. That would, that would, make their, that would end their whole uh, program. I mean, if you were to prove that these craft are, are, are carrying extraterrestrial beings, what's the point in, in, in wasting money uh, uh, every year to, to sending, trying to receive signal, radio signals from other worlds? But anyway, let's read what else he says here. He says, uh, now you ask yourself, SETI is supposed to be the closest ally to the study of objects that are unusual. Why would they reject any discussion and dismiss it? The only way I understand that is they want to distance themselves from those studies because they want to show the rest of the community that, in fact, they are in the middle. They are actually mediators and that they are more sane than in other groups in their mind. And as a result, they, they deserve funding. Now, that's, I, I don't, that's, that's, I don't, that's not the reason. Yeah, uh, I see what he's saying here. He's saying that he thinks that maybe from SETI's point of view, they'll receive funding to for their program to try to uh, capture uh, signals from space, right? Uh, but they won't if they start talking about UFOs and aliens already being here. That because they're not talking about UFOs and aliens being here, that makes them sane. Like everybody else who's talking about UFOs and aliens being here are insane. That's what, you know, that's what uh, Loeb is trying to say here. Uh, now, that's not the reason either. That's that's not it. Uh, it's just not. 
Now Loeb does find that approach completely inappropriate. Uh, and then he talks he talks about the signals themselves. He says, we should search for radio signals. Fine. We didn't find any in 70 years, just like waiting for a phone call. But we should we should search our mailboxes for any package packages that have arrived. Well, yeah, he's saying, yeah, we should search our mailboxes for any packages that have arrived, meaning we should we should be looking at the objects that are already here. Like there's something already in our mailboxes. Basically, They're, they have arrived. There's something here. Some of us know this for a fact. Now, of course, Loeb and, and Nolan, uh, they, they're not, they're scientists. They're not going to state this, you know, they can't, and they're, because they're scientists, they're not going to come right out and say, yes, there's aliens here. Now, they're interested in getting to the bottom of UFOs and the whole extraterrestrial mystery here, if there is, right, as far as they're concerned. There is, right? But uh, they can't say it because they're scientists. They, as scientists, they need to have some sort of concrete evidence in their hands, you know, to, to show the world. And then he, he, he wrapped it up here. He says, why should the city community resist the study of UAP? I find that really strange. It shows how the economics of academia is controlled by societal forces and not logical thinking. Well, I do agree there. Uh, uh, SETI is not controlled by logical thinking. There's no logical thought really behind it. Behind it. It's a complete, it is actually a complete, uh, 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 what I would call uh uh, a cult, just like Stanton Friedman said. In fact, I'm going to read a, uh, a little segment from Stanton's book uh, for, that was published in 2008 called "Flying Saucers in Science." And on page 144, he was he was talking. There was a whole bunch of chapter. Uh, he talked about SETI a lot. The whole chapter was called "The Cult of SETI." And here he he wrapped wrapped it up a little bit. Here he says, "I am sure that some people are offended by my use of the term cult." for the city practitioners collectively. Let us look at the evidence to back up. Cults usually have charismatic leadership. And then, of course, uh, uh, he talks about the late Carl Sagan, who was uh, with the SETI Institute, and also Seth Shostak, who's still with them. Uh, and he said that they certainly qualify as highly trained and effective charismatic communications on science topics. Cults normally have a strong dogma. SETI surely has one. There is advanced, here's, here's their, and here's their dogma. There is advanced life out there somewhere sending signals that we will be able to intercept and decode. Nobody from there is coming here. We just need to keep listening with ever-improving instrumentation, and we must ignore any evidence that anybody is visiting. That is most certainly their dogma. They don't care whatsoever about any evidence of anybody visiting because they just completely scoff at any kind of UFO report or encounters with extraterrestrial beings, all of its nonsense to them, despite the mountains of evidence, mountains, I'm talking literal mountains of evidence. Anyway, uh, and then Stanton wrapped it up. He says, cults do their best to ignore or repress testimony that is opposed to their beliefs. No shortage of that from the SETI community. Finally, cults tend to have a terribly enlarged view of their own importance and significance as compared to that of the rest of the world. So yeah, uh, yeah, he was uh, uh, he was right about SETI. They're, they're, they're a waste of time, and I <laughs> I guess I'm surprised again. My my the whole reason that I'm pointing this story out, I, I I'm I'm surprised at uh, the fact that uh, that Avi Loeb didn't realize this, that he doesn't realize what's going on here, or or maybe he's just starting to realize it. But then again, I just don't think I think that people like Avi. Loeb, if he hasn't already, he really needs to, 
you know, research this a little bit more, the whole thing, the whole topic of UFOs. I mean, he needs to read the historical data on that, like uh, UFOs and the National Security State Volumes 1 and 2 by Richard Dolan, which I talk about all the time. The books on Roswell, like Roswell, uh, uh, The Ultimate Cold Case Closed uh, uh, by Don Schmidt and Thomas Carey. Right, he needs to read books like that. I mean, uh, "Flying Saucers and Science" by Stanton Friedman. There's a lot of very good books out there that have a lot of a lot of great information. "Need to Know" by Timothy Good. I mean, I, I I'm not sure. Uh, maybe I'm not going to say anything about Nolan. It seems like he's a little bit more uh, knowledgeable about UFOs uh, uh, and and the extraterrestrial uh, hypothesis than than Avi is. Uh, it seems like Abby, I mean, for him not to understand that <laughs> that UFOs are the last thing that SETI's thinking about, that they don't want to do that. It's, it, that means SETI will be done. If they find, if, if they were to help with a UFO study, then that means all this nonsense that they've been doing for all these years is going to be proven to be a total waste of time and a joke. So, yeah, I, I think Abby needs to understand that SETI's never going to... Uh, want to do that uh i mean under this you know unless some somehow the entire leadership is removed and replaced by by people who have uh who have uh, logical thought uh in their you know or are capable of lot or people who are capable of logical thought because obviously the people running uh seti do not have any uh the, the only logical thought they have is hey we need to stay away from ufos because hey if it turns out that uh, these ufos are carrying extraterrestrial beings then hey uh we're all washed up that's about the extent of the logical thought. Even if, even if they do think that way, I don't know, right? It's just hard for me to believe that that even the late someone like the late Carl Sagan, who somebody was a t debunker extraordinaire, actually, uh, did not look at any of the evidence, did not consider any of the evidence, but but at the same time declared that you know as you know, it, it, there's no question, there's life out there, none whatsoever, right? Uh, but at the same time, just com completely dismiss all the UFO reports and, 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 and counters. And I mean, thousands, tens of thousands. Again, I like to uh, point your attention to uh, uh, YouTube channels, UFOB and Eyes on Cinema. I, I, I know that some of you people are already, already aware of this, uh, these channels, but there's just a ton of information. Uh, different people who had experiences from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, two, early 2000s. I mean, you'll have all these different people and, and you watch it back to back to back to back and you see, you understand. See, there's just it's, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. The evidence is overwhelming, but yet there's organizations out there like SETI who receive funding for a project that's really going going to go nowhere, been going nowhere. You're never going to get anywhere. You're not going to get any radio signals uh for so many reasons there's a lot of different reasons why you're not going to get radio signals for one thing uh you don't even know what kind of technology an extraterrestrial uh race would would would, would be using to, to send communications how do you know that they're going to use the same kind of technology that we humans ha have been using all these years and and our our technology is changing all the time it's different now than it used to be you know 50 years ago so what do you think is going to happen to it's just it's impossible what you're what they're trying to do and then what if you do get a signal from somebody what do you, you you're not going to be able to understand it it's not going to make any sense at all but they're not going to get a signal anyway uh i mean there's if they really want if they were true if seti truly wanted to live up to their title search for extraterrestrial intelligence they'd be looking right here 
right here on this planet because there's already something here and a lot of a lot of us know it except you know the problem is uh said he's never going to know it because they don't want to know it they want to keep doing what they're doing wasting everyone's time including their own sending out uh, wait, waiting for signals to come in trying to find signals in space that's just ridiculous it, but right here the answer is here somewhere they're here there's no question about it you know but they don't want it to them no 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 no. we can't look at that stuff that's oh no no that's that's uh no that's crazy that's insane no it's not insane you're insane the SETI's insane that's that's who's insane the people who run SETI the SETI Institute they're totally insane because what they're doing is doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever there's no logic there whatsoever